Hi there, this is Dr. Tracy Jones. And in our next Tremendous Leadership Series, we are gonna talk about the functions of followership. And these next lessons are taken from my book called A Message to Millennials, What Your Parents Didn't Tell You and Your Employer Needs You to Know. And I know you're thinking, wait a minute, Tracy, I turned into Tremendous Leadership to learn how to become a great leader, not a follower, but I got news for you. You can never be a great leader unless you are first a tremendous follower. So I hope you'll tune in for this next series. You're listening to Tremendous Leadership with Dr. Tracy Jones. Hi, this is Dr. Tracy Jones and welcome to our series on the functions of followership. So one of the most important things that I have learned after 40 plus years of working with people is that the missing link in leadership is not in how the leader can motivate people. My father used to say to me, Tracy, you can lead a horse to water, but you can't make him drink. And those of you that are leaders out there among leaders know there's nothing you can do to motivate people that has to come from within self-motivation. But the other thing he would say to me is, but you can put salt in their oats and make them thirsty. Now that's a really interesting premise for leadership. And what that means is that as leaders, I can't make anybody do anything they don't want to do. All right. But what I can do as a leader is seek out and bring in and develop the people that are willing to be led and they're willing to be thirsty and they're willing to drink from the organization pool so they can be a greater part of it. So I really got turned on to followership in the midst of my doctoral studies on leadership. And I recently completed my PhD in leadership. After 40 years of running people, I'm like, I need to find out about the grounded theory, the grounded research in it. And one of the things that I found out in leadership, you heard this in my crisis leadership series was, my goodness, it isn't all up to the leader. The followers have a huge portion of the success of the organization. So I really wanted to dial in what the followers did, because every leader knows out there, the stronger your followers are, they become co-leaders. And the more co-leaders you have, the better you are as a leader. And the leaders are at their weakest when they have a bunch of followers that refuse to be led, are backstabbing, digging in their heels, or trying to bring the organization down. So really, at the heart of leadership, we hear a lot of people talk about that, the heart of leadership. I'm here to talk about the heart of followership, because followers are a huge part of the organization too. And in a sense, Leadership and followership is a dance, okay? You both have to be out on the dance floor. There can be only one person leading, and that is the leader, okay? But you also have to be in time watching the other person, not stomping on their feet, not dragging your butt across the dance floor. So really, leadership and followership is a dance. And I like to say that leadership and followership are two sides of the same coin. And I tell people, show me the follower you are today, and I'll show you the leader you are tomorrow. So followership is not a dirty word. I hear people talk to me and say, oh, Tracy, followership, that's like second-class citizen. No, it's not. And that's really why I wrote the book, A Message to Millennials, because I had all these young people, the millennials, saying to me, Tracy, I want to be a leader. And I'm like, okay, first grasshopper, you must first become a tremendous follower. And when you become a great follower, then you can become a tremendous leader. So let me go into the definition of followership first of all. Followership is described as reaching a specific goal 
and it's an organizational goal, not your personal goal, okay? A specific goal while respecting authority, i.e. you're willing to be, led, to be led or to submit to authority. Not a dirty word. It's a beautiful word. And you can respect authority while having a positive attitude. Huh. In other words, you're all in and you're showing integrity and self-discipline. That is followership. If I have to drag you, threaten you, or whatever else, or coddle you, that's not followership. That's extortion or blackmail, okay? And leaders need to really find evolved employees that really want to be led and be developed because if they can't, leaders, your job is going to be impossible. So you're like, oh, Tracy, you know, that that's so old school. That's like back, back in the 80s when people followed. Wrong, okay? When I was in the military, I had to follow orders. I had to follow Air Force instructions, AFIs and AFRs, Air Force regulations. When I worked in high tech, I had to follow procedures and technical data. We, could, we worked in clean rooms, any mistake, and we would ruin multi-million dollar pieces of equipment. We had to follow the technical specifications. When I was in defense contracting, I had to follow the contracting statements of work, the audits. I had to follow those things or else, you know, I would not get paid or we would get hit with um, not following the regulations or the scope of work. All right. Now that I'm an entrepreneur in publishing, I have to follow certain guidelines. I can't publish a book unless I followed the, the cover and the PDF files so printers can print it. All right. So you, and as an entrepreneur, you also have to follow processes, initiatives. You don't just get to free range all over. You're not a free range chicken, just running all over the world. You have to follow things. Life is all about order and structure and our personal lives. We have to follow the laws. If we don't, we wind up in the who's cow. Okay. And if you're married, you took a vow. You have to follow the, the rules of being a good spouse. Otherwise you can get yourself in a lot of trouble. So followership is not a dirty word. Followership is a beautiful word because it means means that you're looking to something greater outside yourself. And it means that you love that thing. You are so committed to that thing beyond yourself that you're willing to put down your own, uh, your own, whatever self-autonomy for something higher than that. So in A Message to Millennials, I talk about the, the spectrum of leadership and followership. And what I say is, if you are not a follower and not a leader, in other words, I have met people in organizations that are like, you can't lead me and I won't follow you. Mm, those, that's, that as a leader, you can't do anything with that. And I call those people the black holes. They're toxic people. They're mental wasteoids for those of you that like that term from the eighties. Okay. They're just a lump of stinky stuff stuck in the organization. And don't beat yourself up as a leader. There's nothing you can do because if they refuse to be led and they refuse to follow, they're just occupying space. And we'll talk about what to do in some of the later podcasts with that. Now, on the other side of that is if you are all followership, but no leader, that's nice, but that's also not good because what you are is you're a lemming. You just you just follow orders blindly. You're a sheeple. You don't think for yourself. And and leaders, I need followers that are going to sit there and say to me, "Hey Tracy, have you thought about this?" I don't want you just to say yes. I don't want yes people because you can yes people ourselves right out of business. Then you get the people that are all leadership and no followership. I'm sure you've run across a couple of these birds. They'll sit there and say, or maybe you had the misfortune of having to work for one, and they're just like, "Nope, I'm." A leader, you're going to tell me how it is. These people are the megalomaniacs. They're the dictators. It's the God complex. It's the you do as I say, mm, and that's the way it's going to be. So then you have the, fo the followers that are all leadership and all followership, meaning that any given moment, they can step up into the leadership role, but if they need to come 
back and be a second in command or a follower, they're going to do that. And you know in your life, okay, I run a company, but I'm also a follower in many roles in my life. There's nothing bad about that. And part of being an evolved leader follower is you can flex in a moment's nose between the two. And so it's wonderful to teach the followers in your organization. The reason I'm teaching you to be a good follower is so that you can become a great leader. And we learned that in the military. You know, you were in it together. If somebody messed up, you all were in it together. And that taught us to be really great followers because you can never become a great leader among men and women until you learn how to be a great follower. So the all leader and no follower, if I'm a big Star Wars fan. That's like Darth Vader, you know, evil, the emperor, you know, uh, squishing everybody that wants to do their own thing. And then the all leader, all follower, that would be like Yoda. Okay. Just wonderful heart, wonderful leader, servant leader. So Again, there's a tremendous blend between the two because at any given moment, I can be a leader or I can be called on to be a follower. And the more you evolve as a person, you're going to be comfortable in either one of those roles. And leaders, you need to find followers that are willing to step up when needed, but also go back and be great followers, great critical thinkers, and all in engagement. So how I came up with this book, it is really um, was inspired by my father's book, Life is Tremendous. You've heard me talk a lot about that. And in that book, and my father has a wonderful wonderful speech called The Seven Laws of Leadership. And I can remember that, listen to that as a young girl thinking, I want to learn the seven laws of leadership because I got to learn how to be a leader. And they're all our laws of leadership, just like there are natural laws in the universe, laws of gravity, laws of inertia, law of thermodynamic. There are laws that govern leadership, okay? Well, leadership isn't just free form, whatever you feel like doing. It entails structure and following different things. So he wrote The Seven Laws of Leadership. I came in and I dovetailed onto that, the seven functions of followership. So in A Message to Millennials, we have my father's law of leadership that the leader can talk about with the followers, but then we have for the millennials or people in followership roles, the function of followership. Because the greater the follower is, the greater the leader is going to be. And the greater the leader is, if the follower will allow them and be led by the leader, the greater that follower is going to be. So I hope you tune in for these things. We're going to cover these seven different functions functions of followership and how this can bring out the greatest leader in you. And I hope you turn in for this series. So thank you so much for listening to this introduction to the Tremendous Leadership series on the functions and followership. And if you're watching this on YouTube or wherever, please leave a comment below. We, we answer all our comments and we'd love to hear about something that stuck out in this intro that you'd like to talk more about. And if you read more about what we talked about, use the links in the description and you can actually purchase the book. You can also get this on audio too. And also, for those who are part of our Tremendous Tribe email blast, if you're not, be sure and get on there because we have tremendous free ebooks we're giving away, free webinars, and you won't miss a wonderful thing. We also are inviting new guests to be on our podcast too. So please tune in. And if your organization could use a temporary partner in how to build resilient followers and teams, please reach out to me directly at TremendousLeadership.com. Thank you for listening to Tremendous Leadership with Dr. Tracy Jones. Find out more about Dr. Jones at www.tremendousleadership.com. If you've been ignited by something you heard in this episode, let us know by leaving a review for Tremendous Leadership wherever you listen to podcasts or by sending us a message through www.tremendousleadership.com. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.